never know What's worth it to watch when you give my attention Well, fixing that problem, that's our intention Penny has shrunk, the diamond has shrunk, the honey has shrunk, the Welcome back, all you binge heads, to Honey, I Shrunk the Binge, the only podcast where we review some of the ether's craziest, weirdest, wildest shows by only watching the first and last episodes. My name is Cody Dale Edgar, and I'm coming to you alive here from Houston, Texas, home of the H's. And next to me, as always, I wouldn't do this without him. Would he do this without me? Uh, (laughs) That's not a confident answer. It's my trusty, true co-host, Ned Wingale. Ned, how are you? Doing fantastic. Not a single H in my name. Very proud of that. Even though I don't have an H either. Holy shit. Do any of our friends have H's? We have some friends with Hunter. H's. Hunter. Hunter's Hulden. a good H. Uh, Rahul. 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 Uh, 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 Herbert Hoover, our near and dear friend. Ham Hands. Ham Hands, uh, our <laughs> good buddy. Um... We uh, we are in the throes of July. Oh, it's so hot outside. We've I'm sticky and wet. And I'm, the I'm sticky, wet, and horny. Ooh, the biggest age of them all. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. Um, <laughs> we have just cel- uh, celebrated our independence mm-hmm. from uh, Great uh, Britain. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. But honestly, what's so great about it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The Queen... Um, but, uh, we are, you know, uh, you know, summer, what what do you, uh, do you think, okay, around this time of year, uh, Howard Kramer from, uh, you know, has to have a summer. Yeah. And he famously says, take your back to school sale and shove it. Just shove it. Um, and he says, uh, back to school sale, hell, it's late July. But Nan, I'm going to tell you right now, our culture nowadays is so looking like at the next thing, right? We walk into Walgreens on November 1st and there's Santa Claus. Yeah, what about Turkey Claws? Uh, what, what about Turkey Man? Yeah, what about the Turkey Man? I love the Turkey Man. Turkey Man in the Hatchet. Oh, Ned, what do you think about this? Because already it's July, but what are people talking about? Summer's coming to an end. What holiday are we looking forward to? Well, when is summer officially over? When do you call it over? You're a teacher, so you should know better than anyone. That's the thing, is that now that I'm a teacher, Ned, I'm going to tell you something right now. I go back on August 3rd. Uh, I don't have to teach. I have in-service where I learn about how to be a teacher, which I already did for four years. And um, <laughs> I um, I have to go uh, back, but we don't start till the 23rd. The 23rd. Yeah, okay. I think the 23rd is when we go back. Now, but but my thing is, Ned, when, when, this late, when late July starts rolling around, I guess we're in mid-July, really, but I start to get the heebie-jeebies. Are you I'd, freaking out? You're about to be back in the school. I have to go man. see fucking kids. Ugh, fuck. Fucking kids. Fuck. I hate kids. They look weird. They're not stretched out and have bags under their oh eyes like God. I do. They're puny. They're little. They have scrunched up faces that <laughs> one day will get spread out. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. our faces do. <laughs> um, A good face spreading for that kid. God. And you know what? We're going to have to face uh, a challenge. Ned... This show we're about to watch is a little crazy. We've, we've never <laughs> a little crazy. We've never <laughs> dealt in, into something like this. Now we've said this before on the podcast. I'm a bit more of a TV connoisseur than Ned is. Sure, I've sure. Wa- I watch uh, a lot of shows, and uh, also even shows I don't watch. I usually have like a dumb for no reason grasp on them. Mm. This is a show, Ned, we're both entering, we saw it on Hulu, another good age friend Great of ours. Great age, yeah. Um, uh, and we just decided. Um, hey, uh, let's just take this show. It looks funny. It looks weird. 
Man, we are going into a show that neither of us knows nothing about. And why do we know nothing about it? Because it's, it's old as fuck. Shit. <laughs> uh, guys, we are going to be tackling the 1958 to 1963 five season classic. The Rifleman. The Rifleman. The Rifleman. Now, Cody, are you a Rifleman? I am not a Rifleman. I have shot guns before. But never a rifle. Well, funny enough, I actually, I was in ROTC freshman year of high school. Did you not know that about me? No, I did not. Uh, When I lived in San Antonio, it was really big over there. For the listeners at home, ROTC sounds for really on the chode. Really Uh, on the chode. Kids were really fucking right. I sucked. I was in junior really on the chode, so less strenuous. Um, but um, I was in ROTC, and uh, I actually tried out for the rifle team, uh, having huh. never shot a gun in my life, and I almost made it. They almost told, made the rifle, and they told me that <laughs> you what, almost made it. What is it that kept you from getting it? And do you think the show? will help you have that second chance. Well, basically, they're air rifles. You sit in this range, and you shoot down, and, and like basically the, the uh, tryouts were how... how t- like, can you get... Uh, there's a difference between accuracy and mm. precision. Precision is how uh, how close uh, can you get now, it Should you tell me this, thing. or do you think this is going to be the first ten minutes <laughs> of, of the, the show? Rifleman. Of the show, <laughs> as they've explained it. Because precision, and I might have this exactly backwards, listeners, please write to us. Um... Precision, but do it in a good review form on yeah. iTunes. <laughs> precision, I think. Precision, I think, is how close you can get to the center of the target, and accuracy is how close all your shots are together. Ah, I was very good at accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> all my shots were very close. All my shots were right in the instructor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way off. Um, but no, I, I mean, Ned, do you, have you ever fired a gun before? Yeah, a few of them. Not right. I've never gone to like a shooting range or anything. Really? Families from Louisiana, so we had a lot of. Large open land to just like shoot some bullets. Did you ever, did yeah. you ever shoot some skeet? Never shot some skeet. Never shot. I my used skeet. to. I used to go shoot skeet with my dad's friend. <laughs> oh, sex. <laughs> <laughs> I meant sex. All right, so let's get into the rifle man, <laughs> guys. This show has an eight point four. It's a really uh, high way to show. This is a western. Yeah. Um, yeah. People are calling it, some of the reviews we saw call it like the golden age. The golden of age westerns. of television and westerns. Um, Ned, yeah. how do you? What What is your stance on westerns? Uh, Just I'm really at, in a, on principle. Well, so coming from a cinematic view, our idea of a western comes from like the Italian films, uh, sure. stuff like The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, where yeah. those, those big, large, like desert scapes and 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 those those gunshots that are like right at the hip and stuff yeah. like that. So. Getting the the classic American Western, I'm not really sure to what to expect. The well, only I mean, I, reference I have is like Shane. I don't I know if you ever watched that movie. I kind of grew up on, not grew up on, but my dad. Uh, my dad was born in 1936, mm-hmm. so my when this show premiered, my dad could legally drink, which yeah. is kind of fun for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, w- you've been to my house, and clearly, like we have a John Wayne room. Yeah, yeah and like yeah. um, I have like we have all of John Ford's movies. We just like a huge library. I was never. Never like completely roped into them. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. Uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a haha there. Another good H. But I uh, I respect them. I respect them a lot, and I love a good new western. Um, I think Tombstone is a fantastic. Yeah, oh movie. yeah, hell yeah. Love Tombstone. I thought uh, the newest version of Three Ten to Yuma was a lot of fun. Uh, Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. Yeah. Um, and then um, you know, like little things here and there. True Grit. You know, uh, we just talked about uh, Red Dead Redemption and oh, Video yeah, Game. Love yeah. playing that. I love the aesthetic of the western, but I'm gonna say Ned. I think a lot of people's problems with them, and some of mine too especially those old ones very slow very boring <laughs> yeah, um, yeah i'm hoping this 30 minute 
uh, compact version of these shows will be a little bit more. Yeah, give us more to work. I, with. I imagine these American good old boy westerns are, are yeah. less like action shootout kind of things as much as they are friendly helping community thing. I don't know. It's it's int- we haven't done a show from the fifties, so I'm just like no. I'm so excited to see what it's going to be uh, like. I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm struggling to think. I think may, I'm trying to think about what our earliest show we've done so far is. Maybe uh, something like um, Doogie was Doogie maybe our oldest. Doogie or Cheers? Cheers maybe Ghost Whispers older than time because they're ghosts. Because they're ghosts and shinies. <laughs> um, uh, well, let's okay, let's talk about the show a little bit more. The only other information we have up on our screen, mm-hmm. we couldn't find a tagline for it. I don't know if people had taglines. I back don't then. think so. I think just, they're just like, here's what it is. <laughs> yeah, fucking see there's, it. There's two other things to like, watch. What else are you gonna watch? <laughs> there's yeah. four channels. Pick one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the, the description they give us is the adventures of a wild. West rancher wielding a customized rapid fire Winchester rifle and his son. <laughs> Wait, the rifle's son? No, he's wielding his son as well. Oh, good, good. <laughs> what, what I like about this is that, like, right at the top, like a customized rapid fire Winchester rifle. He's not going to shut the fuck up about that gun. Oh no! It's for the that. entire first episode. Yeah, I was going to say he's going to tell us all the specs of it. We're yeah, going to understand yeah. it. Um, what I like is that back then, like now, we watched we watched shows starring people like Shailene Woodley mm-hmm. and Callista Flockhart, <laughs> and now we're watching shows with people like. Chuck Connors, Johnny Crawford, and Paul Fix. Are you a Paul Fixman? Um, you like I, Paul Fix? I like my fixins. You get your fix on that Paul Fix. I get yeah. my fixins. Um, Ned, I, I'm 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 predicting this show is going to be a lot of values. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like old western, like hold the you know uh, you know hold the uh, swinging middle doors open for the ladies in the saloon. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's let's go, let's go to this. What do you think the, do you think the first conflict that's going to come in the show? Do you think it's going to be like a bad guy? Do you think it's going to be yes. Do you think it's going to be an engine or do you think it's going to be him like solving some sort of like problem with his gun? He's like, "Ah, we couldn't get this these cats hanging from a rope." So <laughs> yeah. he shoots the rope and saves the cat. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be more of a thing of like there's going to be some rustlers. You think there's, you think there's some rustlers? Up some cattle. Like Rustler, rustler Crow? Rustler like... Crow was a rustler in that movie. <laughs> they should have called him Rustler Cows. <laughs> rustler Cows. <laughs> Rustle up some crows. Um, I feel like, yeah, I, I want to think, what kind of um, Western um, like cliches do you think we're going to see? I, what I want to see is I want to see some 10-gallon hats. I want to see guys spitting in spittoons. Oh, I don't think this is going to be the dirty spittoon type. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I think is going to happen. I don't know either. I kind of just want to jump in. I got my spurs ready and spinning. I am too. So, guys, if you want, this is on Hulu Plus, and I'm going to tell you right now, we noticed it's expiring soon. Yeah, you might want to. <laughs> you better get on it because this is expiring soon. Um, uh, similarly to, you know, uh, Western culture, it's kind of expiring a little bit, I think man. it's expired. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, it's pretty gone. It's pretty gone, except for that one store right at the front of the Galleria that sells... That's right! <laughs> yeah, that sells tons Texas of Western stuff shit. to, uh, whatever tourist accidentally walked in there. Yeah, or me when I'm bored. <laughs> hey, H. I'm bored. I need more shirts with armadillos on them. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, if you want to play along... Hulu Plus has the show The Rifleman, starring Chuck Connors, Johnny Crawford, and uh, old Paul Fixin. Paul Fix. Uh, jump son. on board. We're going to watch the very first episode. Ned, do we have a name for that first episode? Oh, I imagine it's not called Pilot. I don't think so either. I don't think they called stuff Pilot Let's, back uh, then. Let's pull up information. Oh, 
the sharpshooter. Man, I feel like they had, like, they did not know which one to call the episode title and which one to call the TV series name. They were like, sharpshooter might be too hard. Well, tomorrow when I'm getting my malt, I'll see what everyone calls it. Whatever they call it, that's what we'll call the show. <laughs> we'll call the show. Guys, if you want to play along, go ahead. Start with episode one of season one, sharpshooter of the Rifleman. And I'm going to say right now, we'll be right back. So y'all come back now, you hear? Oh, shit. That's an H. Back. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Yahoo! Yeehaw! Pow! <laughs> um, we just watched uh, The Sharpshooter, the very first episode of a show called The Rifleman, and god damn it. Boy, howdy, was he a rifleman. He <laughs> was such a rifleman, and this show was a good time man. <laughs> yeah. This it was. show was fucking great. Let's jump straight into it, okay? We start out right with the intro of the show. Now, I don't know if this is the title sequence first thing for you every hear. episode. First thing you hear. Pow, 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 pow. And it's not the kid saying pow. It's a gun saying pow. <laughs> yeah. we, we looked online and one of the repeat, it's, it's like catchphrases of the show was the kid just saying paw. <laughs> um, so we've just paw. been saying paw a lot. Yeah, um, it starts out with a dude just unloading his rifle. And he's it got zooms one of those, out. I, I don't, like, he's got one of those bolt action, I think it's, it's called. One of, it's some sort of it's uh, where you modified like, Winchester rifle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like all it, it's like one of those rifles that you load by like pulling down and up and down and up on it. And, yeah, he's got like, it right on his dongus, dude. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. And, that and like the, the start of the show is just this dude firing into nothing, walking towards the camera, and it goes, The Rifleman, starring Chuck. Yeah. Connors and he just looks at the camera and he kind of gives a little nod like that's me and we're off to the races. Yeah. Um, Ned, this show was fantastic, and it and it hark it, it made a lot of things clear to me. <laughs> it harkens back to the day. It harkens of the back 1950s. to the 1950s <laughs> westerns. <laughs> this show takes me back. There, there is the, yeah, there is something just like no bones about it. I <laughs> like it, it's a magical type of media <laughs> there's no other way to ex like describe it it's like it's very earnest it's full of badass moments <laughs> it, nothing's cheap about it besides the sets yeah and yeah. like everything like is so earned and like the world building and the character building in a 30 minute episode is like not way, even 25 minutes yeah, way, way more than some of these 45 minute shows we yeah. watch where like you care like i was getting like upset about like certain characters that getting hurt it, it was yeah it was very simple but everyone like all the bad guys were such bad dudes yeah really bad dudes with really good lines and like, yeah. the, and, like oh my god the lines in the show the writing is just really good you know when my grandpa or dad is just like tv back in my day i think i get maybe it. he's right maybe back in his day tv i thought he used to talk about hee-haw but i'm more like Yeehaw! I love the rifleman. Uh, yeehaw! Can he shoot so many rifles? <laughs> yeah. um, so we start off with that, and then we get right into it. Uh, we see a uh, couple of guys ride up, and they go, "Is this guy Tippert?" And he goes, "Yep." And he goes, "Still five to three odds on him." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll put five hundred on that." He a good shoot, pretty good. And we see this young 
guy who I the entire episode I went I know this dude's face how do I know it it's because I know it old and gray and weird one of the guest stars of this episode I hope he's in more episodes uh, was Dennis Hopper yeah like a 20 something oh, Dennis a young Hopper. young man yeah um, and I'm gonna tell you that I spent the entire show watching all of this going I wonder if he's dead <laughs> did you do that Aww. as soon as I saw the kid I went what if that kid's dead Ooh, yeah that kid's probably 60. Or dead. I wonder what he's doing. We should have had him on the episode. We he can't be that busy. If we could get an interview with whoever that kid is, I hope he's Paul Fix. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that kid. Boy, we're really talking about Paul Fix. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they pretty much they ask, is this guy good at shooting? He goes, and his uncle, uh, his uncle, uncle Wes. Wes. Yeah. Um, his, his name is Wes Tippert. His, uh, his nephew, Vernon Tippert, is like this really good, um, I call him the Pistolman. He's a, um, he is a six shooter, a Pistolman. He, a Pistolman. Yeah, he's a sixman. And he goes, is this guy good? He goes, I don't know. And there's like a for sale sign on some For the place. old Dunlop for the property, old, For the actually. old Dunlop yeah. ranch. And he turns and he shoots five shots through the O of the four and for mm. sale. That's accurate and precise. And he goes, yeah, and he goes, that was pretty good. You should be on my junior ROTC team. And he goes, what's that? And he goes, Raffleman. <laughs> um, we, um, so, so, so he, yeah, they, they they're, quickly, ta- they're taking bets on this young, fresh-faced yeah, kid. Yeah, but you don't know what the contest is. And at first is. I'm like, is that Rifleman? Because he has a Pistolman. No, 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 no. Rifleman carries a rifle. That's how you know he's a Rifleman. Yeah, and pretty yeah. soon we get a nice shot of that Rifleman. The funny thing is we're watching this on Hulu, and it's like this old, crackly, uh, audio uh, black and white show and suddenly it's like join blue apron and it's like it's like crazy hd match.com yeah, yeah it's so crazy anyways we get the first shot of the rifleman and his son uh rifleman's name is lucas mccain mm-hmm. son's name of mark, mark mccain. mccain yeah they um, come and- riding in on a, a nice little ponies they look around he's like son you looking back never look back he goes nah Paul, 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 not Paul. I was just remembering back. <laughs> good, like fun just, dialogue. Oh, the like, best. Really good. He goes, well, how about we start new? And he goes, all right, Paul. And already I, I turned to Ned in that moment of his first few lines and I go, kid actors were just better back then. I feel like they took it more seriously. Like They didn't have their twatters, the Instagrams. Now they, they ain't have... no Manny from Modern Family. <laughs> <laughs> ain't got no... A uh, friggin' uh, Hanny Montani. Mm-mm. They were shot in Montani. <laughs> um, this kid is like really good, and the dude, oh my god, Chuck Connors. This... When you say dude, you mean like a cowboy. Yeah, because yeah. they use the word they need a couple, need a couple more dudes in here, and it's always funny to <laughs> hear them talk about. Um, dude. But like, and like the way this dude acts is like, all of his dialogue is very like circuitous. Like, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. always like, it's always like, you think, um, he's like, you worried about him, Pa? Well, you think he's a man I should worry about? It's always like, it's like, like, like he's always never really quite answers a question. It's like, what the and then fuck? The one time he does at the end, he's like, "You two-bit pencil dick!" Like, oh man, when he gets, wait, yeah, let's he gets, get, let's get to him getting. All right, so so they they go, they go on by this uh, sale and they go by the ranch and it was just so funny because I'm like, this kid's a great actor and suddenly he just starts yelling at cows and it's that's the how you guys have you ever yelled goes, at a cow? Yeah, before? yeah, get off my lawn, cows! Dude, you gotta yell at cows. They do not listen if you talk to them. <laughs> that's right. You're like. Gah! Get off my dang lawn, you cat! Get off my dang paw! Yeah, my paw. Um, so uh, basically, then uh, we get we get in there, kind of looking around the ranch. Is this going to be a place for him? And he goes, "You like this place, Paul?" And uh, he picks up a. 
bunch of weeds. <laughs> just gives it a smells smell. Smells them and goes, looks good to me, son. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I had to look real close yeah, at them. These like. weeds with my nose. <laughs> nice nose. So they, they check out this ranch, the Dunlop property. The real Dunlop. hot in this episode. So, so these guys, uh, they say they come from the nation. Um, mm-hmm. I think this might be a time where Texas is still independent, maybe? Because it's set in the 1800s. Mayhaps, or maybe they just mean the, the nation. They're going up, they're going down. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, anyways, they start. They go over to a place that at, at the outside of the uh, outside of the place. We see a big sign that says "Turkish Shoot." Yeah, they're in, they're in town now, so no longer looking at these ranches. So they go over to a hotel. Yeah, big sign that says "Turkish Shoot." Big, big old five hundred dollar reward. Now I reckon, Cody. I, I reckon real nice of that five hundred dollars. Uh, grease up the, the old wall. Make it real easy to buy a little well, property. Right and here. that's the thing is that they need some money to buy that old Dunlap property, and they Damn. don't have no money because they just some ramblers. Well, shoot. Well, would be a way to make money by shooting. That's what they're going to do now. They're going to shoot some turkey. Now, he walks in, He go, and, and the kid says, you think you can do it? Paul, he says, I think I might be pretty good. He walks up. I reckon and, this and, raffle raffle here that made me a raffle man might probably be a good thing to shoot with. Probably. And who's sitting there, old Judge Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> he uh, looks look like ex- him. <laughs> he looks exactly like Rodney Dangerfield, and he's like, Oh, why you shoot me? I get no respect. Jim Lewis comes to this town. He's taking over the whole damn place. No respect. Four <laughs> no years ago, across on the sheriff. He's still wearing a badge, but I don't feel like a star. The guy's the big star of the show. <laughs> um, he walks up to the lady. <clears throat> he asks if he can have a room for the night. Um, and then he inquires about the turkey shoot. And they say they're having this turkey shoot, but... You know, uh, it's a it's a it's a place with a lot of fine shooters in the town. And we get the judge, and he's talking to him, and he's like, you know, I uh, see you got a rifle there. Now this is a six gun game. It's a it's a put your gun down and pick it up and shoot it. That's now, right. You, you ain't gonna try that with no rifle. You got eyes. your pistol in your uh, holster, and you take it out, and you pow pow pow, and you put it back. And he's <laughs> like, Nah, see, I got my rifle hold near my dick, and I'm home. Pump it. What are you, some sort of rifleman? <laughs> he doesn't look at the camera again, but he could have. He could have. He could have a lot. He definitely could. He had so many chances. He had to do so it. He many did chances. Such controls, an actor. Um, and and basically they ask, uh, they ask him. Uh, they the, uh, this this guy comes in and it's uh, the uncle and the uncle says, uh, well you wanna you wanna bet uh, that my boy can beat you and he goes, well I ain't a betting man. And he goes, yeah. The uncle is very. And excited the uncle about says, it. yeah. The uncle's real excited about his nephew. He's gonna win. He goes, you know, I got five to three odds on my uncle. Uh, on my nephew winning this thing and he says you want to make a bet he says I ain't a betting man he says I don't think a man's much of a man if you ain't a betting man people are already getting in the rifleman's face this and, this, whole, and we will learn quickly that you cannot get in his face this ta- he's always right <laughs> this town of North Fork is filled with people who think they know what they're talking about yeah let's call it town of norm folk because they're just a bunch of fucking normies who don't know they're in the presence of a rifle that's right normie dorks a bunch of norm- <laughs> yeah, let's call it norm dork <laughs> norm dork for the rest of this time we'll call it norm dork so here in norm dork we <laughs> have we have uh we, we then uh we then get uh our first kind of introduction besides his shooting at the sign of vernon tippert mm-hmm. now vernon at first you're like oh this is gonna be the big adversary but ned i'm gonna tell you right now and I don't think we're ever going to drop these accents. Ned, he's real charming. Like, he comes in and oh, he's he is an like, I'm going to rub my ass and I'm a bear and I got toilet paper because I'm charming. <laughs> um, <and> he's, he's, <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> he's real, And so he's really nice and he's, he's basically like, he's a little bit cocky though. He's like, I'm going to win this thing, right? He's, he's yeah. He's a very like oh well, I reckon I'm a young man and I, I've never lost a match. He doesn't say he's never lost a match. Yeah. What, what do they say like? Uh, have you ever done a, a shooting? contest before boy and he's like 
Well, just don't go against me. Yeah, it's like yeah. Oh, everyone talks so fun. And, and it's Dennis Hopper, so he's it's good. Yeah. Like it's really yeah. good. Anyways, our next our next little scene is where we get introduced to some of our baddies, right? I some would say. of the bad boys. Uh, we we get. Uh, well, okay, okay, so let's. So uh, f- first, first you see because uh, he says, uh, "Go on ahead." Uh, um, son. And he goes, Pa! And he goes, that's who I am. And he goes, son, why don't you go on ahead and get something to eat? Uh, oh, order yeah. something for me. Then we get Vernon uh, Tippert sitting down with uh, young uh, Mark. Yeah, and Ver- th- Vernon's just sitting up there. The kid just like, hey, you want to eat with me? And it's, it's like, a beef steak. Damn, the old west. Kids asking. <laughs> yeah. adult, like, Random hey, man, do you want to eat Like, with I'm me? already, I'm an adult, and I'm terrified of asking adults <laughs> to eat with me. Yeah, really. This kid is like, I reckon you could, I'm, I'm looking at that Dunlop property. You tell me more about it <laughs> yeah. or something? And so he sits down, and he's basically telling them how good his dad is at shooting. And the guy's like, well, I'm pretty good. And then, but a very nice guy. Like he's just very, he's respectful. just very, yeah. very respectful dude. Um, then down comes uh, the old rifleman, and the rifleman's real cordial to the Mr. guy. Kane. and he's pretty much telling him, "I think I'm going to beat you." And it's this little friendly, fun rivalry scene where it looks like yeah. they really respect now, each other. Now, rivalry, not to be confused with later in the show where it's rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be that on sync. Um, we uh, we have we then have our introduction to our big bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, so, so they overhear uh, the conversation between the rifleman and Vernon, and he says, "Like, well, oh, my name's Mark McCain." Now the judge hears that, and he's like, "McCain, I know that name." He goes and quickly tells, uh, "Who else does he tell?" There's, there's two people that put a lot of money. Uh, I think the sheriff. Of it's the, the town. yeah, it's the sheriff, the and the sheriff judge. of the town, and the judge, and the yeah. judge comes over and says, "I'm going to bet all my money on this on this guy." Yeah, and they goes, go over to another bar and they talk to Mr. Jim Lewis, who we've already heard about, but we haven't yet. And he's apparently this wealthy you. property owner. Yeah. Uh, this, like, pretty... Owns half the town. Yeah. He reckons he just keeps me around because he tolerates me. Yeah, and he just kind of drips ooze. He's just kind of this real bad dude. And the, so we see uh, Uncle Wes come in, and he goes, uh, Vernon, what are you doing? Stop talking. I told you not to jibber-jabber with strangers. And he yeah, goes, yeah, they, they bust in on the conversation between uh, McCain and Vernon. That's yeah. right. And he goes, uh, well, he was just sitting here eating with my son, which is the highest respect you can pay a man in these days. Eating with his son. <laughs> eating with my son. I love my son. <laughs> I love my son. I love my pal. Oh, pal. <laughs> uh, we need to start a Facebook group called I Love, I my, love pal. my Pal. <laughs> if anybody ever says, I have really fond memories of my dad, we say, Paw! Paw! I don't give a shit about no dads. It's in this <laughs> form. We ain't here talking about fathers or daddies. This is a form, talking about my paw. Forms about paws. Anyways, it all concludes in a scene where we get a bunch of dudes that are kind of sizing up the riflemen. Yeah, they yeah, they're all surrounding them. They're trying to eat their breakfast, trying to get their breakfast pie. Yeah. And, and they're all surrounding them, like... Kind of talking some shit. They're ca- talking kicking sh- up dust. Talking shit to him. They're like, you know, we uh, we think you think you're hot shit, but you ain't gonna win this contest. He goes, I reckon I might. How how good of a shoots man are you? Because we just had a couple people put about three thousand five hundred dollars on your name. Yeah. Well, really, did they? Well, I am a rifleman. Yeah. So, and, <laughs> and he, he gets up and he tries to walk away, and they do that that cowboy thing of pushing like, someone by the shoulder. I wasn't done talking to you, and, he got, and the best thing about him is he goes, well, I think we were done talking. Like, it's just all he, this circular... Yeah, he says, we was done talking circular, a long Circular time, reasoning. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> were you done talking? Well, I was done talking. Like, it's just always repeating what the guy just said. It's badass every time. Yeah, oh, it's fucking so cool. <laughs> and then he does one of the most badass things he does all that season. Jim Lewis pretty much tells him, like, I run this town... 
and you ain't gonna come in here and start shaking shit up or else it might be your head. And he goes, well, I don't give a shit. And he starts walking out, and this guy comes in and goes, hey, McCain, don't do that. McCain hits him with the butt of his rifle in his stomach. The guy bends over, and then he punches him in the oh, fucking he face. He knocks his fucking skull to the back of the block wall. block yeah. Charlie Brown. He's like, where's my damn block? And, he's, and so he falls backwards, and then the, all the other guys kind of look at him, and he and he goes, I'm out of here. And uh, the bad guy goes, just a matter of time, McCain. Matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes outside, and then it was your favorite line of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark, they, walks, uh, Mark and him are putting the saddles on the horses, and Mark says, yeah, he's like, you hit him pretty hard. You hit him pretty hard, Paul. Yeah. And then to which he responds, well, he was pretty big, son. <laughs> like, and then last was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like the music swells and they ride off into the yeah. sunset. <laughs> it's so fucking The speakers dope. are exploding. Every yeah, time it's so dope. Next scene is the turkey shoot. The actual turkey shoot. They know this because they start on a close-up shot of a turkey. Yes. <laughs> with, with gunshots in the background, you're like, ooh, um, the opposite of subtext. <laughs> Front text, above ground text. Subtext? You mean Dom text. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we see we see uh, some randos just taking their shots, and they're not very good. In fact, oh, you mean first. Carl Lamprey? Yeah, Carl Lamprey. God, he beefs it. Yeah, he beefs real hard, and the guy goes like, two shot center, three way fucking off. Way off. I mean, like, way off in the Wild West. Yeah. Manifest destiny. <laughs> yeah. These bullets. Package of wheel was a fine lay. Um, Jesus. We, we, uh, we then have the part where the rifleman shows up and he sits down and before he does, the sheriff goes, can I talk to you for a second? The sheriff goes, I'm going to tell you this right now. Jim Lewis runs this town. He only puts up with me because I, you know, I do things here from every now and then. And you know, uh, you should probably not. You I'm know, telling you, in the last four years, a lot of bodies have bodies been turning buried. up. You yeah. know what I mean? Bodies turning up. And he and basically he says, "Well, why don't you do anything to stop?" And he goes, "I ain't gonna stop him." And he goes, "Well, then you should turn in your badge." Yeah, turn in that badge. And he turns around, and he's like, "I got a rifle to to man." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so we then get to the the meat of it. So first up is Vernon. God, I love the meat. Yeah, yeah. it's so good on that sandwich, the Paul sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>, Paul, <laughs> <laughs> Vernon, uh, Vernon. Goes up and Vernon uh, takes his shots and he's straight from the hip and all the other guys look stupid firing his pistol and I was ready to laugh and he looked cool doing it yeah. and he takes five shots all in the center and, oh. and uh, uh, it, um, the uh, we had subtitles on because it's hard to understand them sometimes and it said murmurs of approval and I was <laughs> like that's very we, like, we had to turn on subtitles because we can't understand those silly Texas accents yeah it doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense to us Houston boys yeah what's up with these southern boys they <laughs> yeah. all talk all fucking weird yeah that, that it's the rifleman's turn to go up and Jim Lewis stops him and he goes you think you might win right and he goes I think I might and he goes I reckon yeah he goes I reckon (laughs) he goes well I reckon that I'm gonna kill the man who beats this uh, meets he's like yeah and and Jim Lewis even shot too yes he did he went up but he's he's got all of his money on Vernon they all got their money on Vernon they They all all think he's gonna win so he's like there's $10,000 bet in total and like they say say like 9,000 of them's on Vernon And and I like that line he says to him he says uh now you know between you and me, Jim saying this. You know, you know Jim, right? He's a Jim real, Lewis, real nasty boy, right? Yeah, bad so boy. So Jim tells to him. He says, he says, there's only one person out here that's going to beat that kid, and I think Jim was insinuating that it's him. Yeah, the only person who's allowed to beat him is Jim. But yeah. you, know, you know what the rifleman says? He goes, well, I reckon that might be me. Yeah, and he says, yeah. well, whoever it is. 
I'm gonna kill him. And it's like, you gonna commit suicide if you win Jim Lewis? <laughs> this guy said he killed himself. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a cardinal sin. This is a land of God. <laughs> Paul. Paul. Our Paul, who wore in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> pa, son, holy ghost man, holy rifleman. Anyways, uh, rifleman goes up, old Lucas McCain, and you know what he's gonna do. He shoots the tightest, most accurate, most precise five shots. Oh, and he does it with his rifle too, right in the middle, all on his rifle. And there's some murmurs of discomfort now. Eyebrows raised, People hats don't know. tipped. So uh, judge says there's gonna have to be a, a tie shoot. And uh, uh, first up is uh, uh, is Vernon Temperate. And you're like, I wonder how much it's going to go. They go, we're going to move the target 20 yards back. The next shot is a target on a stacked pile of hay. Which <laughs> apparently either they built in that moment or it was just perfectly surely, 20 surely yards away. Surely it was already away. Yeah, yeah, 20 they, they, yards they knew perfect. that like, maybe there's going to be a tie Or the guy's like, I, I just found a bit. Man, I'm trying to tell this thing 20 yards away. <laughs> I'm the measurement. <laughs> I'm the measurement. <laughs> oh, you a measurement? <laughs> yeah, you're some kind of measurement. You ain't going to the gym. That, that was like that. that Tape that was like their friend spinoff, Joey. It was like the, the, the one <laughs> season long yeah. measurement. I reckon I can measure that for you with my daughter. <laughs> They're like, no! Um, the CW presents <laughs> the measure. The measure. Um, CW stands for Country Western. <laughs> we, uh, so then we get, uh, you know, and we're like, oh, and so uh, Vernon Tippert, he takes his shots, four in the center, one slightly off. Slightly off. And everyone, you know, murmurs of discomfort, and you see, and you see the rifleman step up, and you're like, "Oh, he's got it. He's gonna win." And then he looks back, and, and the guy goes, and you hear uh, he's like, he's looking, and the shot's just him looking at the target. And you hear rifleman, and the camera kind of pans backwards, and you see over his shoulder, and uh, Jim Lewis puts a hand on the sun, and you're like, "Oh, don't put a hand on him. It's kind of threatening." And then he puts his other hand on his pistol. One on the sun, one on the gun. Pretty much insinuating <laughs> that in this wild west. He's just gonna, if he wins, shoot him dead in front of everybody. <laughs> just a, just which, a young kid. Which it sounds like everyone is afraid of <laughs> Might him be doing. Might totally cool yeah, to it's, do it. it. sounds... Okay, so here's something about this show. Yes. It's the wild, rough and tough it, People. The just, whole time I was like, people are just fucking assholes. Yeah. Like, like not even in the cool, like, oh, he, how can he get away yes. with that? Like, he's yes. a, a sinister guy who knows all the loopholes. Like, yes. no, this dude is just, like, pushing people in the There mud. is less decorum <laughs> than Game of Thrones. Like, this is like people just are murdering each other in cold blood and everyone's pretty cool with it. Yeah, look, <laughs> I guess that's just what happens. A body's up and he a told body's you, he's, down. A, he's a murderman. <laughs> <laughs> you got murderman, you got murderman, you got rifleman. Yeah. And then you got sunman. I love my sunman. I love my sunman. Um, so this guy, um, so basically and you saw the writing on the wall. I hope he wasn't going to do it. You saw the writing on the paw. <laughs> yeah, Paul right Fix. Paul. <laughs> Maybe that's why his name's Paul Fix. Paul. Paul Fix. fix. <laughs> this for me. Paul Fix. Rifleman takes his shots. Four dead center. You see him even take a pause. One uh, way, way off. Like it's, near, it's near like he's some out. sort of Carl Lamprey. <laughs> yeah, the way he's shooting. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he misses on purpose. And everybody, and they say, and he turns around and he goes, congratulations, youngin. Uh, to to uh, old Vernon, and then he he walks off, and basically as he leaves, they all taunt him. They go, "Oh, they're taunting!" Hey, like, here's your ten dollars you used to enter the contest. We'll give it back to you for such a good job that a rifleman. Tell you what, man, I'll give you another ten. Make it twenty. I feel like you earned it. And they all are laughing at him. He just kind of marches out. And grabs he, his son, gets out of there. And yeah. then you get a shot of the judge, and the judge looks real upset. Next scene, they're not the, just upset. The judge looks like pissed, little, like little, not even little, hurt. Little yeah. po, yeah. paw, ouch. 
That hurt. Um, oh, half paw, get me, paw. <laughs> um, they, uh, he walks into the hotel and he goes up to him and he goes, uh, uh, Mr. Judge, uh, sorry I lost you that pet or whatever. And he goes, I got nothing to say to you, rifleman. And he goes, well, uh, how much is, uh, and then he goes, he, up to he doesn't even ask about the property. Well, he goes, no, he goes up to, he goes up to that lady at the hotel and he goes, uh, I'm going to go, you know, where are we go? Uh, uh, no, I think the, the son, son, the son asks him as they're checking into the room. He's like, what about the oh, property? Checking out. Checking oh yeah. Out. Checking out. Yeah. What about this, the, the property? And, and, he, and the guy goes, property's not for sale. The judge says, and he looks at him like, and then he just bolts upright to go get his stuff to leave this Oh, many oh, horse town. Dude, Lucas knew already that he was going to say no. He doesn't seem as mad, but the kid is like slapping the face like, I thought we was staying here. Yeah. I ate with a stranger. It's real <laughs> sad. It's real sad. Our next scene we get is back at the bar and you see old Wes Tippert. He's coming to collect Unky his Wes. dues. And he goes up and he goes, uh, I need my money there, Jim Lewis. And Jim Lewis says, I gave you your $500. He goes, no, you bet me. I have this email you wrote me on JavaScript. And he says, <laughs> Java? on Java Oh, before this even comes up, we should go back, because where is Vernon at this time? Vernon's back at the hotel. Yes. Uh, and, as Lucas yes, runs right. upstairs, Vernon has a, a quick moment, not with the judge. I think well, the judge the has already walked out, but with the son. With, and he's with, like, with I need Mark. to ask you. Did your paw throw that match? People's talking that he threw the match. People's talking. And he goes, my paw would never throw that dang old match. And he goes, uh, well, uh, I need to hear it from him himself. Where is it? He goes, he's upstairs. We cut to his now uncle asking for the money. Jim Lewis, uh, he says, you you told me in that email, he said, for a JavaScript, you said you'd give me half of everything. Sitting with hot mail. Yeah. It's wild west and it's so hot. It's so hot over here. He says, you told me that if I... Uh, if my uh, nephew won, you'd give me half of everything. Everyone bet people pet ten thousand dollars. You owe me five thousand dollars plus yeah. that five. Not only did I get the five hundred dollars for winning the contest, but we had had ourselves a deal. I got I got to me a JavaScript here. That's right. It's right here in plain C plus plus. And then he said, cows plus plus, cows paw paw. And he uh, he cow paw paw. I just want me a good cow daddy one of these days. <laughs> I want to uh, be a cow, Paul, baby. Anyways, he basically says to him, "We, uh, uh, I, I've never heard such a thing. You can't do that. And he goes, hey, you better give me that money, Jim Lewis. He goes, I'll give you, I'll tell you what, you're so drunk right now, you can't even hit that picture behind the bar with your forty-five. Go ahead and take a shot at if it. If you shoot that thing, tell you what, I'll give you the $5,000 and I'll give you another $1,000 just for doing it. That's right. And he goes, okay, I will. He takes out his gun and he shoots it. And as he shoots it, Jim Lewis shoots him in the stomach. Right in the stomach. Right where his precious guts are. That's right. And I don't know if you guys are fucking medical students or nothing. Cody and I are smart as fuck. We you actually need your are. guts to live. We, we are MDs. Um, major. Dudes. Doll. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, he falls over. Wes falls over dead. One of uh, Jim Lewis's cronies comes over. I'd say probably his head crony. And he, uh, actually, the crony who got punched in the face. Is that the, is that yeah, the right it's way? the same. That's so, why he was so ready to be like, yeah. hey, I'll go talk to the raffles, man. <laughs> yeah. And he comes over and he says, uh, oh, man, look, it's, it's terrible that uh, old Wes Tippert tried to shoot you and you had to gun him down. That's awful. And he goes, yeah, dang shame. And you can tell that's just how the thing is working. That's just how it is. Like, he pulled his gun on me. You guys heard two gunshots. You all saw it. Uh, anyways... They uh, they uh, uh, go uh, we, we go back to the hotel. He's coming down the stairs, and oh, uh, the rifleman, a uh, pistolman, says to the rifleman, "He goes, you threw that match, didn't you?" He goes, "I didn't." And then the hotel lady says, uh, "He didn't throw that match." And the kid goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "I want to hear it from him himself." And he goes, 
Uh, oh, you want to hear it? Uh, Listen up, your pencil nose. Fuck yeah, you yeah. guys, little fucker. You you don't. You know. Uh, uh, this is the one time we see the rifle man like lose his cool. He gets right on. He's like, "Listen, you little young punk. Yeah. I could outshoot you any day, any day of the week." Yeah, and like, right. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Yeah. And as that happens, somebody comes in. Uh, one of the cronies. Comes it's it's punch face crony. Punch yeah. face crony comes in and says, uh, "Hey, uh, there. You need to go scoop up your uncle's guts, take him out because your uncle's dead, and you need to get the body out, and you can come collect your winnings." And Wes goes, He's like, you trying to re- repair a door or something? You trying to repair a door? Because your daddy's dead as a doornail. <laughs> and he, you probably using that door. He goes, that's my uncle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's a nail now. <laughs> For doors. <laughs> For doors. Um, he bas- and he basically says, I don't believe you. And they look like they're going to fight. And then they basically say, get out of here. The guy leaves. And he goes, I'm going to go get him. And... Rifleman takes him and he says, you stay here and you look after my son. If I don't come back, I'm going to go take care of this. Burton's like, what? I got to get my uncle. He's like, no, I'm a rifleman. I'm a rifleman. I'll do it. He walks in right before he comes in. The guy says, so uh, he, he basically goes, he's looking out the window and he goes, it's not the kid, it's the rifleman. And he goes, sending a, a rifleman to do a rifle boy's job. <laughs> and he basically <laughs> says, when you give me the, you know, yeah, they, they, the cronies are all set up in their places. You got some in the back, some yeah, behind the piano, some at the their chairs, some at the bar. The Jim Lewis stands at the bar. He says, "When I toss him that drink, slide it all cowboy like, and it's gonna be a shootout. I'll start at shooting. the very good corral, better than the OK. Um, <laughs> no, what is that place called? The Last Chance Saloon. Last the, Chance the Saloon. The greatest name for saloon. Awesome saloon. Yeah. Anyways, that's your last chance to either get drunk or fuck. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, Rifleman comes in. He goes, "I think you got the money that you owe that boy." And he got his dead uncle guts, and I'm gonna come collect. And he basically says to him, "Oh yeah, you can do that." And he goes, "Basically, you can leave town, or uh, we can get into a little shootout right here." And he goes, "Well, I'm gonna have to take some time to make that decision." And he goes, "All right. Uh, well, how about you have a drink?" He goes, "Decision like that? I'll probably use some whiskey." Yeah, and he goes, "Yeah, it sounds mighty fine. Send it over." As the guy sends over the drink, the crony that passes it to him. The rifleman shoots through the bottle that he's passing and kills that crony. Yeah. And that was dope as shit. Yeah. And then it's just a shootout. Yeah. Jim Lewis gets away, but rifleman takes down every other person, including the sheriff. Well, he doesn't take down... Wait, he doesn't kill the sheriff. The sheriff was the guy on the on the stairs, I no, think. No, he didn't die. No, I the sheriff came up and talked to him afterward and said, we need oh, really? more people. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. The I, shit, no, the no. oh I thought that was dope as shit. <laughs> I thought he just killed the law enforcement. No, no, there's the dude on the stairs, though, but he's about to, he, he, they're kind of like in a shootout yeah. situation where Lucas can't quite get up, but a shot comes from off screen and what? kills this guy on the stairs. Oh, that's it. Funnel draft? Wait a second. It's Vernon. That's right. Pistol Boy came in to help. He shoots him, but then they shoot. And he misses. And he gets shot in the hand like a fucking dumbass. And stay at the hotel. That's right. In his fucking shooting hand. But he gives him a distraction enough that Rifleman takes him down. Rifleman goes over, sees that his hand is kind of messed up, and he goes, "Uh, it might be kind of stiff. And the Pistol Man says, no, I'll be fine. No, I'll be fine. And if I can't shoot anymore, I guess I'll ride. Maybe a motorcycle all the way across America. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll take it real easy. Um, they uh, they go outside. It's kind of wrapping up, and uh, Jim Lewis is nowhere to be seen. And the judge comes over, the sheriff comes over, and they both are like, "You leaving?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm getting out of town." And they go, "We need more men like you. This place is turning around, and I think you." We can need more men like you, rifleman. Yeah, yeah, people with rifles. <laughs> and he says, "I think you guys can really turn this town around." And he goes, "Well, I don't know." And he goes, "How about if we 
give you the old ranch. Don't dumb, dumb, dumb lap ranch. Now the sign's got a couple bullet holes through the oven, but every other than that. <laughs> Wes like, that was me. That was me. I don't know. And he goes, I think I might just like I it I reckon here. I smelled the grass and, and loved it. I think I'll stay here. Dumb dork. <laughs> and they stay. And norm dork. <laughs> and they stay. Ned, the show is dope. The show fucking rules. It was awesome. Yeah. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. Um... Where are we going from here? I think. Do you, th- I th- do you think? Okay, so we we span across five seasons, five years. So, so do you think he's gonna stay in the old town of Normfuck or like? I think, I think this whole thing has to, and I think it's villain of the week in some respects, but I think a lot of it's revolving around Jim Lewis, and I feel like it's like a wrestle for control. How, how long do you think Jim Jim Lewis uh, sticks around in this? I feel like we might see him in that finale. I don't think that's going to kill off. You think Jim Lewis is going to be in the finale? Five years later, he still hasn't dealt with the guy? Or either that or he keeps... I reckon that guy is rotting in some sort of prison. I don't know, but maybe he comes back. Maybe that's kind of what happens near the end. Ned, I'm going to ask you right now. Would you like to play a game? Oh, reckon what kind of game? Five finger fillet, shooting turkey, getting uh, getting real raw drunk, trying to fuck a saloon girl. Like what kind of games? We play a lot of Western games. That sounds pretty good. I play poke, sticking poke, poker, five hand draw, poke. <laughs> Texas, hold me while I poke you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dad, I'm gonna do something that them, uh, you know, those old Forty ers out California. Oh, and old Forty ers you trying to eat forty nine eggs just like Cool Hand Luke, but That's... you can't quite get up fifty eight. No one eats fifty eight. No, eggs. it ain't fifty eight. <laughs> no, Dad, I'm talking about what they do out there on the ocean. A little game we call Tidal Wave. Tidal Ned, I'm going to ask you for a season. You want me to go first? Okay, okay. If you guys didn't know, this is where we uh, take episode titles and we're going to predict what happens in them just by the title name. All right, now, uh, I reckon you put me down at uh, season uh, Timbuk 2. Timbuk 2. (laughs) Ned, I need you to give me a number one. uh, uh, Uh Uh-oh, Ned, you're going to give me a number one through 36. Holy fuck. (laughs) Season 2. All right, hit me up at 18. 18. Ned. Don't read the description. This is an episode called... The Visitor. The Visitor. <laughs> All right. So there's a new rifleman in town. What? A new rifleman. Boy, does he have a new rifle? You no, know, he's it's, it's, he's also got a Winchester, but I don't think it's customized. <laughs> All right. Rapid fire. All right. <laughs> no, but he comes in. He's got new tricks. What? He's got plenty of new tricks. He's, How's Lucas going to deal with that? Well, now, Lucas, he's a fine man. Lucas don't care. How, what, care what is Lucas's kind of hold of this I don't. Right I don't now. think Lucas is like a showboater. You know what I mean? He's always around town. I, we can okay, let's put this back. The the only other hero show we've really done is a uh, uh, Hercules. Hercules, and Hercules is that kind of guy where people just like even if they don't know him personally, they just barge into his house like, "Hey, you apparently kick ass. I really yeah, need help, help right now." Yes. So people are all asking for help, and it, and, it, and it doesn't bother Chuck Connors much. He's a he's no. a respectful man. He knows he's got to help people McCain. out the ways. But now Great the visitor, John, the visitor. Uh, Vinny uh, Atascacita. What? And he's an Italian folk. Whoa. Oh, maybe a Spanish last name. I don't uh, know. He comes Pretty in. Pretty sure it's Spanish. <laughs> he comes in and he is, he's an, an old Italian Spaniard. The, the new boy in town. He's he's very fancy. Where's fancy? I was going to say, probably got some like little uh, you know, whoopsie daisies on the sleeve. Yeah, he's got some whoopsie daisies. But he comes in, and everyone is just enamored by the guy. Now, this don't bother Chuck Connors much. He's no. not trying to be a star. I mean, if he's going to be a star, he'd be the fucking sheriff by this point. Or, ooh. I don't think he's the sheriff at this point. Okay. But, but I think um, 
this new guy comes into town. He impresses everybody. Everybody's very yeah uh, impressed. And like maybe, but it, by the end of it, we find out that it's 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 a, it's a uh, oh water gun. <laughs> no, we, well, I was gonna say you find out that he's trying to corrupt the town. I can't. Is that what you did oh, this play? Shit. Is that what Orpheus Rising was about? No, it was the opposite. Okay, okay they thought they thought he was Orpheus descending. Descending. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> descending. <laughs> they thought they thought he was, and he wasn't trying to. This is a reverse. This is Orpheus rising. Okay, okay, okay. So I think this is this is an Orpheus down. rising where he comes in and he promises a rifle and, and, and it every turns hand. out, yeah, he's he's trying to con all of them. Wow. And, and and it's a Chuck Connors. I don't think Chuck Connors stops it. I think the son. He's like, now boy, Whoa. now boy, just because this guy comes in here looking like a homosexual does, does not mean... <laughs> which we don't like. Which we do not like it. Uh, <laughs> not till season four. Let us get more to Philip. Philip. No, I think the son uh, finds in his... Uh, his thing, not plans to turn the city into new rootin' tootin' boots scootin' town. Yeah. But a bunch of rubber snakes. What? <laughs> oh my god. And they expose the boy, and he is driven out of town by none other than the rifleman himself. And it was just a visit. And it was just a visit. I love it. Ned, why don't you, why don't you help me out? Why don't you all right, all right. Why don't you give me, me a season? I bet you do old season three. Okay. And I wonder how many episodes are part of this one. Well, give me a number between one and... 34? I'm going to do 32. 32? Alright. Coming in at season 3, episode 32, The Lonesome Bride. Ooh, dog. Mercy. What happens in The Lonesome Bride, Coat? Now, it's a couple years down the road. We're in season 3, which means uh, our old little 10-year-old boy is a little old. And you know, Ned, back then... People. Twelve. Oh yeah. <laughs> and back then, Ned, people got uh, married at a young age. Oh, I reckon. What we have here is a, a case of a runaway bride from a nearby South Dork. Um, now, now you say runaway, you say gallop away. Oh, I was wondering how what she's taking. She's riding side saddle, more like bride saddle. Oh she, boy, she's she's riding on in and <laughs> oh, no. like a bride who rides a raw dog. <laughs> That's right. Now a raw horse. Now we uh, we don't really uh, we don't really know who she is. She's kind of uh, she's staying at the hotel, uh, but uh, young Mark is enamored. He is in love with this girl, and you know, pause. In, he, he pulls his old move. He says, "Hey, lady, you want to eat with me? <laughs> yes, you want to eat with me. We can have a kid, and I'll be its Paul. <laughs> I'm eating sandwiches. They're Paul Strami. <laughs> yeah, that Italian fuck from that visitor episode left him. Yeah, <laughs> a couple seasons ago. Um, so they, uh, people come and go, but their sandwiches stay. <laughs> and uh, he starts courting her, right? And she's she's keen on the idea. She's peach keen, and they start kind of going back and forth. Ned, I'm gonna tell you what. What. Her name's Henrietta Lewis. What? She's Jim Lewis's long lost daughter. Oh no! Ran away, came back to town, and once Jim Lewis finds out, he is mad because no one fucks his daughter but him. Now, oh wait, <laughs> no, this is the West. Oh, sorry. So, uh, it's our first shootout between Mark and Jim Lewis. The kid? That's right. And they have a thing. And guess what he says? His dad says, "Here's my rifle." He goes, "You know what, Dad? No, I'm a dual pistolman." Dual pistol? That's like two right. pistols or dueling with a pistol? Two, both. That's can't, that cannot be legal. That's right. He has two <laughs> in, a, pistols. in a pistol fight. He has two pistols versus Jim Lewis. He has a knife. <laughs> and it is an all-out shot. It is a shot 
It is a shoot them up, stab them up. It is a huge battle. And guess who wins? I hope Jim <laughs> Lewis. Are you saying Mark's dead? Stabs the son. <laughs> oh, no. It is a two-parter. I will not reveal the second part. He stabs him in his guts, which, if you remember, is very <laughs> vital. Very vital. <laughs> and the last shot you get, right as he's about to do the kill stab, he already stabbed him once. He's about to give him up. You see Henrietta draped over him and said, Don't kill him, Paul. He's the love of my life and not you. <laughs> and Jim Lewis takes off his 10-gallon hat Throws it to the side into a 20-gallon bucket. Size of two hats can fit in there. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> and Jim Lewis rides off into the sunset. Directed by! <laughs> yeah. Man, we're going to do another. All right, final title wave. Get over to Rafflement. Hit me up in season four. Fuck you. Let's get to the last. Or season five. Let's get the last season. Season five. All Let's right. Let's get season four all together. So hit me with uh, episode 17. No, 22. 22? Ned, that's only five before our finale. And this one is called Requiem at Mission Springs. At Mission Springs. That's right. All right. Well, Ned, what's going on with our boys Lucas and Mark? Well, after Mark's untimely death. Oh, he does die. Oh, he's dead. (laughs) All right. Getting stabbed in the guts real nice like. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lucas finds himself. I keep calling him Lucas. His name is Raffleman. Well, his name is Raffleman McCain. So, so Raffleman Lucas McCain uh, finds himself as a lonesome ride. Sure, going across the Texas, or maybe Mexico. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Maybe New Mexico. At this point, you you don't know what's really Uh, Texas. The lines haven't been drawn. Texas, we know. No. So he's going around. He's wandering. He's solving problems for people along his way, meeting dastardly fellows. But he finally arrives over in Mission... What is it called? <laughs> Mission Springs. <laughs> Mission Springs. And there's a requiem there. Yeah, he goes to Mission Springs, where uh, a funeral is going on right when he pulls up. Oh, no. And a requiem plays. A haunting church organ comes from from the mission. Pa bless us. Pa bless us. Every one of us. And he comes in. Who's the funeral for? Why? The funerals for the rifleman himself. What? In, <laughs> what is going in, in one of we are in the sixties. We're getting a little yeah, weird with it. This is when things get a bit surreal. Nineteen sixty-three. Probably have a couple of hippie riders in there. There's by a mass. couple. Most yeah, yeah. Let's just say we're shooting from the hippie. Whoa! <laughs> so he gets there, and it's a, it's a very strange episode where he has to kind of. And I'm not saying it is, but it definitely is a clip show. Whoa, My dude, no. we're in season five. We're deep in this. Oh, season no. five of 30 episode seasons. Like, we're true. in episode like 140 that's at this so point. That's so true. Uh, I, I believe this is a chance for him to look back on his past life and figure out, is wielding the rifle truly the rife way to walk through rife? <laughs> oh my god, that was terrible. <laughs> that was <laughs> podcast is canceled. That was rife with... Awful. <laughs> that was full of rife. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, no, I imagine he goes through somewhat of a spiritual journey through the desert. All right. And and this is what makes him want to finally return back to the land of Norm Fuck. Wow. So he goes on back. What does he find when he gets there? The, well, the end of the episode. The last end, shot. The end of the episode, he pulls back up there. He gets back to Norm Fuck, only to find that it's called... 
Lewis fuck. What? They what? named the town? I thought we we ran Jim Lewis out of that town. It's in the it's in the flashbacks. You I see, think they should You be... see, I guess we haven't talked about it. they run Jim Lewis out of the town. Oh. But he comes back and it turns out he's back and he's in charge no. even more than he was before. Fuck. I, I, I feel like they should have called it Max Fork, you know, a Mark Fork, you know, because he's letting everybody eat with him. <laughs> I'm gonna make like a cow and steer you away from that joke. All right, thank Ned. It's time for us to talk about That's what we do here. We do predictions. Ned, what do we think is gonna happen? I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, in terms of, is this gonna be a finale episode? I have my doubts. Do we need the episode title? I'll don't tell you right only now, read the episode title. Don't episode look at the description. Is, Just scroll up real fast. I already, and figured, I already saw it. I'll tell you right now what it is. The episode title is named Old Tony. Old. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't think this is a finale. <laughs> I feel like this is it's just another... Just another uh, another day on the West. Day. Okay, okay, but let's see. Where do you think he is at this point? Do you think he's still in Normful or Norfolk? I feel like this could be a returning episode. Like, maybe he was r- rambling, and then he hears that maybe old Tony's like a guy that's taken over the town that he just... maybe that, That's what I'm curious about. I think Jim Lewis is very out of the picture. Yeah, I, 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 think I think Jim think Lewis is long too. gone. So, so wait, uh, old Tony, what's his name? Old Tony. Old Tony. I feel like maybe it was one of those things where he kind of like went and he like for two seasons he made that town good and then he started going out place to place yeah, trying to make yeah. things right and now there's a new threat back at home. So, so do, do you think his son is going with him on all these journeys? Like I I, I imagine they're together the entire yes, time. Yes. Yes. Here's my only prediction. Tony has gold. I don't know if it's hidden. Old Tony. Just no. I'm just saying. Like it was like, oh, we gotta get Tony's gold. Like I think, I think old Tony is hiding a secret, and it's in its gold. gold. Like, I just, I just feel like gold is very important. Sure. Somehow. That's yeah. that's my only prediction. Either that or stare. <laughs> Another thing, just as important at the time. I, I, my thing with this net is. Because it's not a finale, well, it could be a finale. Episode. We do. It could be. It could, Tony could be the guy who gives him the town, or the guy who gives him the gold. I have, gives him like the railroad. Because this the is keys, the keys to the railroad. Take it across the town. I because I don't or know the city. genre of this, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know the genre, like the genre or this era well. Like when we do something like freaking, you know, Gossip Girl. So you say freaking? Yeah, I did. Watch your language. Freaking. When we do something like fucking Gossip Girl, it's more easy for me to be like, oh, it's probably a wedding. There's probably someone moves. Probably somebody gets a job at a high fashion. Oh, oh, oh. This, I don't Trope, know. Tropes be damned. Yeah. This is a trope maker right now. I don't know what's So we don't happen. know what it could be. Do you, okay, what do you think is like the last like five minutes? Do you think there's a shootout that closes this episode out? Or like... I think this is more of a, maybe like a villain twist. Like, maybe they team up at the end and realize maybe that they ain't so different after all type of thing. Yeah. Or maybe, I feel like um, Lucas McCain's maybe a little bit more mature now. I'm, I'm curious about the kid because, yes, we're five seasons in, but that's yeah. not five years. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But we're 150 episodes deep. That's right. And, Cody, <laughs> we've been on set before. Yeah. We're actors. Yeah, okay? I've done that. And I can tell you right now. That ages a kid. That does. So like, like not only 150 episodes as a human being, yeah. 150 episodes like under that like I have a sp- just like being on set all the time. I like, have that a- kid's gonna be fucking old. I have a sneaking <laughs> suspicion he might be out of the picture. Do you think he's not gonna be in this episode? I feel like he, they might have married him off or like in one of the towns he I finds bet, a wife. I bet he married that rifle. Married the rifle. Married that rifle. Ran off. Oh man, Ned, I am so excited for this. I'm stoked um, as fuck. I I I just want to you know get me some sarsaparilla. 
uh-huh. sit back in my old rocking chair, kick up my bootstraps, and also, you know, pull myself up by them. <laughs> Pick up my bootstraps, lean back in my rocking chair on my front porch, and watch Hulu on my PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, if you want to play along, this is Season 5, Episode 27 of The Rifleman. Soon to expire. Hopefully not him! <laughs> Just the episodes on Hulu Plus. Old Tony. When we come back, Ned, I hope we don't suffer the gosh damn binge drone. There's a snake in my binge! Ah! <laughs> there Ned we hit the old dusty trail we've come to the end of said trail and here we see just a pile of molasses Luke where's your rifle oh it's fucking gone the whole fucking time did you expect raffles in the show the rifleman the only time he shoots his raffle rifle his raffle the only time he shoots raffle Isn't the only the, time he shoots his his rifle is at the beginning of the episode which was filmed which 5 was the, years yeah. ago uh, we're back, you guys. Um, it's, to be honest, I'm just going to lay it out to you. It's late night. We've been up. We've it's late ju- night. Come home. Work we're, sucks. I, I, I know, know that, man. <laughs> um, we've, been, we've been hanging out for a while, and we had, we had an event to attend, and so we put off this episode to watch, and we left our event early. Like we were oh, gonna oh, st- so excited. Like we're, fuck I said I said to you, I said to you, my friend, I said we, we were, fuck yeah, I could watch another episode. I mean we were so we went to go see Grown Up Storytime and we were literally on the list for karaoke. Somewhere out there they said, um, Ned and Cody for sugar were going down yeah, and so we John weren't Wayne there. As well. yeah. Oh yeah, with John Wayne. He was there as well. And the whole thing is, we were so excited to get back and finish this. We had obligations. We had a fun event to go to, so we put it off. But the entire time we were there, I was thinking, I wonder what another episode with the old rifleman. Look, look, we're giving them the journey, sure. We're telling them everything about getting to this episode, but they don't want to hear the journey. They're fans of riflemen. They just want everything handed so to them. So am I. <laughs> I am a fan of riflemen, too. And you know what fans Rifleman, of- too? There's a second? <laughs> I wish. You know what fans of riflemen deserve? Fucking rifles. Better episodes. And you know what? We didn't get rifles. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Honey, I Shrunk That. I'm fucking mad again. It's a big surprise. I'm pissed. Ned, is this just going to happen? Like, I feel like we're going to bat 800 okay, with well, let's, let's go back. And can we First, talk about you our... You should rifle 800. No. Uh, can we talk about our mindsets a little bit? Because okay. we just discussed it a little bit. I want to give our listeners a little preview. Um, long story short, we, I, I, we, I think we hated no, I this. hated it. It was okay. so boring. We <laughs> hated this episode. I think it was my most... My I, I think us saying there's no rifle in it should be a good indicator. Yes. It was kind of boring. It, it was, ter- it was, it was pretty, And it wasn't just kind of boring. It, was, it revolved around the kid. It was terrible. Who is no longer a kid. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is that Ned... And I'm going to put you on blast. Blast by me, putting, my by friend. putting Blast me on me bus, Ned called me grumpy. And, <laughs> and you know what? I have to agree. And he made a good point is that you get too excited. And Ned, it's true. When this process is beautiful and glorious, 
it's one of the most glorious things in my life. When you hit something like a Ghost Whisperer, which sure was terrible finale, but was the most batshit crazy. Oh, oh, that, that was still turn my favorite around. finale we've seen. <laughs> it's incredible, and you hated every second of it. But that's part of the fun. Yeah, and yeah. like or like Secret Life or like. Something like, like, even something like as stupid as like. Wait, Secret Life, the American Ghost Whisperer. Yes, it was incredible. Um, we 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 put so much into this because we go, this must be good. The end must be. The end he, must be. Here's here's my only argument here, is that this is like before the finale was a big thing. I feel like maybe I don't know. This, it was. This episode, it definitely was. Let's just say this episode was not a finale. No, it was, it, it not. was just the last episode they filmed. Yes, in a very weird last episode. To film and too, and it almost because because they harbor a new friendship with a strange old man. Yes, to to never like that's it. Yeah, it's like I guess they're friends with that old man now forever. <laughs> and and they must live at his house because that's the last thing we see of them. Yeah, uh, guys, let's get back into it. I'm sorry to get a little meta there for a second, but I want to explain to you why you might hear a strange tambor in my voice. Maybe Jeffrey even. <laughs> Am I being transparent enough? Oh, Listen, boy. that's a show. Um, this is this is the episode "Old Tony" of the Rifleman. It starts off with we what start, we want. The intro. We get the intro. The he's, same intro. He's unloading the rifle. He's unloading that. Fucking and and maybe rifle. we're led to believe that those might have been his last six bullets. Yeah. Or however many. Bullets oh, go. really? You think that's however what it was? many bullets go into a customized you think Winchester that's what it was, rifle? That's why we never got to see it again. Yeah. Uh, then it opens up, and I think we both had a bad feeling from the start. It opens up on uh, Mark, his son, who's older now, and a girl. So I was kind of right that he might have some love interest. Yeah, yeah. This is a girl named Lori. And Ned, you want to tell, tell us about your observation about Lori? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I said that. She gets, like, a year older every step she takes closer to the camera. <laughs> She's, like, from very like, far away, you're like, oh, maybe 10? And then it, she It's like, oh, I guess it's just, like, two 16-year-olds out in the town. And then she got closer, it's like, oh, she's, like, 30. She, <laughs> like, she's Benjamin Button. Yeah. She's, Whoa. She, she's, she's, she, is a, she is a backwards person. Um, <laughs> so it's them two, and they're on horses, and they're racing. And they're being a little fun, having fun with each other, and they're going real fast. Yeah. Finally, they come up on a fence, and it says, no trespassing. And from there, I was like, okay, this is rife for some shootouts. Some rife for some stuff. rifling. We do get a rifle shot in this episode, to Oh, be there is a shot, but it's not from but the rifleman But it's not from himself. the rifleman. Yeah. Uh, the rifleman doesn't show up until halfway through this fucking episode. Yeah, yeah, So, So, to, uh, uh, we're met with, who, what's his name? Mr. Joe? Stenick. Joe Stenick. Yeah, Joe Stenick is uh, putting up, or he's cutting down a sign that says, no trespassing. He's yeah. like, I've had it with Joe. He's, or, I've Tony. had it with Tony. Old Tony. Old Tony. Yeah. And they go... <laughs> And they go, what, we were supposed to cross through here on the path. And they go, old Tony, don't let nobody on this path no more. No trespassing on his property. And suddenly, a gunshot rings out. And old Joe Stenick heads to the hills. And who comes out from behind some old carriages? <laughs> old Tony. And old Tony looks intimidating. And the like the little stinger ends with like a close-up of his face looking real mean. Almost oh, like he's a, so pissed. Almost like a, a Lewis thing, you know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, here we go. This is, <laughs> is going to be a John Lewis, you know, or, or a Joe Lewis. This is going to be a... Jim Lewis. Jim Lewis, yeah, sorry. Yeah. This is going to be an old-fashioned showdown. Um, no, it wasn't. No, he's um, very excited to see the children. He's yeah. like, oh, God, youth is the light of my life. Please come into my house. Basically, this whole yeah. episode is he takes them in, and he acts like he's really mean, but then he's kind of nice. He's like, you kids don't know how to ride your horses. You probably haven't even watered it. Here, here's a bunch of free water for your horses. You must be hungry, too, you little bitches. Why don't oh. you come in and eat? Oh, you're so smelly and dumb and 
fucking stupid. Come on, I'll feed you right now. Yeah, and I'll let you have a bath with me, old Tony. Oh, come in here. Oh, God, uh, I haven't uh, seen Soft Skinner in <laughs> age. Um, we've lined out that he's an old, sad man whose wife and son have both died, and he's all alone in this house, and he has this guitar. And the only fun part of this entire episode with me... And the part uh, that I don't ha- think it was fun. I think it was long. But we were laughing. <laughs> so, so, the, so, so, fucking young, young rifle man. Mark. Young Mark. Uh, picks up the guitar. Old Tony hates it because it's an old guitar. That but, belonged but it, to his but son. It belonged to young son. Young son. So young Mark plays old Tony's <laughs> young son's old guitar. Uh, and he, he, and he picks up the guitar and Tony gets like, he freaks out. He he's does. Like, he's like, don't you be touching my guitar. You're going to mess it up. And uh, he's like, you can would, play it if you want. Anyone can pluck and play but there hasn't been a good song written in years. Not since, oh gosh. My Sharona. Green Sleeves. <laughs> yeah. You know the old classic, Green Sleeves. And then that we are... song that they play when any King Arthur thing happens. That's true. Um, uh, Mark then proceeds to sing the entirety of Green Sleeves. Which, which okay, so I know that as a like tune I've heard. Uh, I heard it I've church. never heard it with... Okay. Uh, yeah, they, I, I just never it heard it with church. lyrics. Yeah, uh, and it's all about green. It's about sleeves. a. It's about a girl that has green sleeves, um, and it's supposed to be like a really um, got green sleeves, and your sleeves <laughs> are, are green. green. Boy, I'm... I'd like to describe the rest of this dress with <laughs> sleeves. And she and he refers to her as green sleeves in the song, and all it is is a shot of. Mark playing it and smiling, and Tony looking okay with the proceedings. Yeah, not sad, <laughs> not, not like emotional wistful, or anything. Just, He's just like, to, to be fair, his mustache covered like most of his mouth sure, and chin. Sure, so he, he could have been the best actor in the world, definitely mouthwise. And that's the thing about this: episode. how good of an actor are you mouthwise? Me? Yeah. Remove the eyes, remove the nose. Mouthwise, what would you say? What's um, your game like? Check this out. Okay, for the listeners at home, he just made a sound. I don't know if you heard it. How about that? I'm a fish. Okay. Fish, very wise. All right, all right. Mouthwise, 10 out of 10. All right. Um, imagine I'm in a romantic scene. Give me like a romantic line. Okay. Um, honey. <laughs> Whoa. Pretty good, right? I think we're married now. How about you? Try some mouth acting. Ready? Okay, okay. What's the scenario? Uh, uh, there's a bomb that needs to be disarmed. Okay. And I'm going to do it with my mouth. Okay. Henson, you gotta cut that blue wire. Do it now. <laughs> blue tastes bad. Wait, this is green. We're doomed. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, um, thank you. I usually do more dramatic roles. Really? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm on an island. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm bidding uh, farewell to my uh, lost lust that I met on this island vacation. Uh, who am I playing the lust? Yeah, you're, you're my lost lust. Right. Yeah. Jebediah, you have to go. <laughs> I can stick around <laughs> a three hour tour <laughs> um, we uh, we then move on Green Sleeves ends he's like Green and then old Tony basically oh, we're still talking about this show yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like the riffing and uh, old Tony pretty much just goes Green Sleeves rules um, Green Sleeves rules my kid's dead uh, so now we're ten minutes into the episode. The first time we get to see the rifle man. Yeah, Sans rifle. Uh, he rolls into the sheriff's office or the marshal, and he pretty much goes, "What's cracking, marshal?" And he goes, "Nothing much." And then old Joe Stenick walks in and goes, "Old Tony's been giving me shit. He took a shot at me. Uh, let's go get him." And they both go, "Okay." And he also that's goes, concerning. Also, where are the kids? Yeah, and he goes, "Where's the kids? I guess we're gonna go try to find them." 
I, we are blazing through this because literally nothing happens. I, like we take no, uh, for listeners, we take notes when we watch these shows. Usually, like for something like usually you know forty five minutes, even a twenty minute that's good though. I'll have two columns on one page. Yeah, I got about I, half a page. I have here. half a column here, yeah. uh, and mostly doodles of Homer Simpson and the. So, d- so let's just logo. let's just kind of free run it. I'm gonna throw my notes on the. Ground. Me too. Uh, Mark and girl Lori Lori are hanging out. They're uh, looking for arrowheads because Tony said. I told no one they could look on my property, but, you know, you're looking for arrowheads, and you're yeah. nice kids, eh? And they have a little cute conversation, maybe one of the high points of it for me, uh, where they talk about marriage and what Mark... And the thing about that's kind of infuriating about this is... Uh, we're, we're talking about not, not Tony to them, Lori to uh, yeah, Mark Lori, when, Lori when they're to alone. Mark. Yeah, Tony is no longer They're like, what them. would you like in a wife? And he's like, a pretty face and a good cook. And she's like, be serious. And he gets serious, and it's actually a nice little acted scene. There's not really... Besides Lori, who's kind of stiff, there's not really bad acting in this episode uh, and um, it kinda, that's kind of no, it was it. good but it shows you like as exciting as that first episode is you can't do that every episode but it was exciting because of the fucking rifle Ned yeah oh no, no. don't get me wrong I'm just <laughs> saying like why it was we're just like five years into this show and like they that, ran ep- out. that season wasn't 30 episodes like the rest of the seasons maybe they did that episode and they're like is there a point? Do you really Is there think? a point? <laughs> I fucking totally buy that. That when they were done with that episode, they went, guys, this is the fucking end. It's like they're jumping I the feel shark. Like we jumped the rifle here. I was gonna say I was gonna say jumping the shark used to be called playing green sleeves for Tony. <laughs> Are we just playing green sleeves for, for Tony, Tony at this over point? Here? Is this podcast just playing GS for T? No, Ned. I'm sorry. We can't blame it on this show we picked at the last second because we loved it. <laughs> Ned, this was such a good... Remember how happy we were an hour ago? Okay, okay. No, let's finish the episode. So they talk. Uh, the girl clearly is like, I very Crushing much like Crushing on you. the boy, Mark. And, and Mark is like, oh, 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 I need to you go better go some. look for arrowheads while I uh, go over here. In the bushes and do... Uh, uh, boy, I'm going to think about rifles things. and uh, horses that are smaller than I am. Uh, <laughs> Give me arrowhead. Um... He, <laughs> he, uh, so basically, Lori, let's get to the chase. Lori well, goes off. She gets stuck in quicksand. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Dumb Okay, idiot. look, if there's one thing you should know about the 50s and the 60s is that you should just not walk around outside because there's no. quicksand fucking everywhere. But also the, that, besides that, it's like going to Australia now. Like everything that was ever going to kill you was in the Wild West. Um. Like <laughs> You're saying Australia like still has quicksand. Yes. That's, that's where they, they like... Like, we need to get rid of all this quicksand, but we can't just, like, remove it completely. Let's, let's just it. send it somewhere. Let's do it like we did the let's British colony, the British penal colony. Let's just throw it over there. Throw it on over throw there. Throw it to Australia. Um, we see her, and she's, you know, drowning in the quicksand, and there's Mark, <laughs> the quicksand. Oh, quicksand. Uh, and then there, let's, maybe that's part of it. Let's go back to our accents. <laughs> Mark rides up, and he's looking for his lassie. And he's he, like, Lori. Oh, Lori. Paul. Paul. Paul, have you seen Lori? <laughs> I, I wanted so bad. I told you this. I wanted so bad for him to, for whenever she's like, do you think maybe we could get married? Him just go, uh, 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 Paul, and run <laughs> off in a direction. <laughs> um, uh, we, he um, basically, she gets stuck. He tries to save her. He gets stuck. They all roll up on uh, old Tony's property. Joe Stenick's like, I don't like you, old Tony. We find out they were Italian countrymen together. Yeah. Uh, and they never liked each other, even on the boat over, they said. Um, and they basically... You're dragging this out. Let's just get to the point. They get rescued and the episode's over. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they rescue them with a, with a lasso. 
And um, they, they rescue him. They get back to Tony's house, and Tony's like, "Hey, didn't you say that guitar needed tuning? Tune that up!" And then everyone laughs, and the episode's fucking over. That's the entire episode. And that's the end of our happiness. And and Ned, it's it's, it's a tiresome thing more than anything to put so much love because you should have seen us when we were watching this first thing. We were rewinding parts that were cool. I was we I were... was a fucking like little kid watching a cowboy show in that first episode. Yeah. And in this one, I was just like some adult. Yeah, some adult the, watching the end of some cowboy watching a show. piece of shit like like this, on a turntable. <laughs> this spoke to me on a more emotional level than narratively. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like this is what a show is like at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Ned, it's that time of the podcast where we ask the question, uh, should you binge it? Uh, is this, by, by our scientific calculation that we now do, should you binge watch this show? Ned, please give it the award if you're choosing. Like a cowboy at the end of his adventure, yeah. I think you ride off into the sunset and you go till you burn out. And I think what you gotta do for the show is fucking binge it till you're burnt out. Don't make it to the end. I bet you the fifth season sucks eggs. But honestly, I would put this on the background a lot. So ride it till you burn your hat. Yeah, I'm going to say kick up those spurs and start binging, my buddy. Gotcha. What you got for me, my dude? Ned, it comes a time in every man's life when he has to say, what do I want to do with my time? What am I going to invest mm -hmm, in? Mm -hmm. When I first saw this first episode it was one of those shows similar to hercules or other things we watch where i go oh man am i gonna miss out on this it made me think of my my own pa uh, mm -hmm. a man who loved to watch uh tcm uh mm -hmm. turn classic movies oh, and okay. um old westerns and i thought you know if he was alive today could we maybe have a nice conversation about this show um Fuck no. <laughs> no, absolutely Fuck not. Fuck no, we wouldn't waste Nothing time. pleasant between the two of us. Um, <laughs> I would say, uh, boy, howdy, uh, keep it as far away from you as a rattlesnake. <laughs> Don't touch this show. Um, I think it probably has good moments, but I'm going to tell you right now, this episode was not an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> this this yeah. happened more than once. And we just happened to land on one of like, them. We just landed on the last one. That which visitor was, one was probably a guy visiting the town who was a fucking ice cream salesman. He's just <laughs> like, I could show you a little something about... Uh, funny looking cars he's <laughs> like well I'll, sh I'll see you boys later and no please no pictures of the funny looking car I don't need this referenced ever again <laughs> you, you know what you know what's the truth you made a joke about Rifleman too. imagine if that first episode was a elongated two hour film how be, good it would be that would be fucking cool how fucking good it would it be it does make me just like want to watch a western movie yeah and not just El Topo well Nedwin he got us in the spirit, and then it dashed them to what we would now call pavement back then, cobblestone. Not, wait, more dirt. Just dirt. <laughs> Ned, it's been a pleasure ponying up with you once again. The Broncos buck, but it ain't been twice the luck that we fuck. Are we gonna fuck? What? I'm drunk on moonshine. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Honey, I Shrunk the Binge Binge Heads. We got some special eps coming up. Please, if you haven't already, give a listen to our Harry Us the Quitch episode. Harry Us Quitch, very, very important. We've got some lovely guests on there. 
Uh, and speaking of uh, lovely things, our friend uh, who has something to do with the Western genre, John Wayne Communale. Oh, yeah. He has a podcast now on this here Mockingbird Network, and it's called John Wayne Lied to You, and it's him sharing stories from a life on the range. A life on the range, and not only can you hear that, but you can also buy a collection of several of those stories that he's done at Grown Up Storytime, the that, show we went to tonight. That's sure true. Uh, he just released a brand new book of them. That's sure true. Uh, Ned, what's the title of that boy? Uh, I think it's actually called John Wayne Lied to You, and the Once podcast again, is like a companionship uh, to A it. companionship of the yeah. book? Guys, please check out a bunch of different things on the Mockingbird oh, Network. There is something we have to plug, and, and I'm going to drop the accent for a second. Real quick before we do, I'd like to say that I am on an episode of Let's Compare Notes with Raul Rao. I'm discussing the Hamilton mixtape a year after we did the Hamilton um, full uh, cast recording. Please give that a listen. Uh, big ups to Raul. He has a good podcast. Um, <laughs> now, uh, Ned... Uh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, me and Ned also uh, have a creative uh, team called uh, uh, Improv Duo slash Self Help Guru Ship called Outside Skin. Yeah, it's not quite culty, but it's kind of culty. It's not a cult. Um, but Ned, it's not a cult. But though. what I mean, it's not a cult. But what Outside Skin is, it's, it's a not product, a cult. It's a product that can serve you in any way. It's, it's a self help guide. It, it cures all your maladies, but it's not a cure-all it just cures everything you sure, have everything emotional but it's not like a any cure-all yeah right it right. just cures it could just cure everything yeah and it's not a yeah. cult either so so point being we have this product we have this service we have this group we have this gathering and, and let's together. drop let's drop all pretense this is some of the nuttiest shit that's ever fucking happened so <laughs> ned messages me and it takes me a good 10 minutes just to decipher what he's trying to tell me because it just blew my mind yeah it? if you've ever had a facebook group before or a facebook page rather a page that's like public um, if it's not active, once every couple of months, you'll just get like a random like from just a random profile. Yes. And so it just like, you're like, eh, eh. yeah, whatever. But so, so I get one of those likes and I'm like, someone, you have one new like and one new blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah outside skin. Not very active. <laughs> um, but then it said that person mentioned outside skin in a comment. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to read this comment. This is from, uh, Asia Fix. Uh, looking for something that can color your life. Try outside skin. No, okay, oh, oh, I'm sorry. So this, so this is her commenting to a, a an event called Wellness Bazaar Tel Aviv. Okay, I'm still. You still have to explain this to me. Yeah. Looking for something that can color your life? Try outside skin. We're tagged in it. Yes, that's our printed and designed leggings. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, sounds being weird. No, zoom out. Okay, printed and designed leggings for training and fashion warrior. <laughs> Young and talented Cody Edgar and Ned Gale wanted to create funny and useful fashion item for everyday wear, and as we see it, they succeeded. Bright and stylish. The price is fair enough. Their leggings are definitely fit a couple of purposes at one time. Sport activities, being cool outfit, perk up the mood. Briefly, you should have one of them in your closet, or maybe even own two. You can also check out OutsideSkin.com. And then this is followed by a photo of, like, a, a bunch model. Of, yeah, a bunch of models in leggings. Wearing different leggings, and it says, Outside Skin, super big. And it says, Stand Out from the Crowd. Which is, like, a cool slogan we should definitely rip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. But at the same time, 
I looked at that and I'm like, oh, oh, oh but also at the, same, at the same time, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> somebody thought that we were another. I, th- I feel like there's another company. So, so okay, okay. So, so I saw that. I read that. This is at nine in the morning. I just got to work. I was just having my cup of coffee and I was like, what? <laughs> like, like that's, that's our fucking names in a bunch yeah. of in a bunch of leggings that says outside skin. Like the image is yeah. what like really threw the fucking loop for me. So, so I clicked the link. And there's a full, I don't know if you went to the website, it's all in Russian. Yes, I did. And, and it's a bunch of different leggings, and it's just called Outside Skin. Yes. And so, so I went back to Facebook, and I and I searched Outside Space Skin. Nothing. I couldn't find, like... Anything clo- else talking about I besides I couldn't us? find the clothing thing. I was like, what the fuck? So, so I went back to that comment. I was, I was freaking out. I was, like, scrambling around, and also yeah. trying to make it was working. Uh, but it's, I, was, I was, like, scrambling a lot around different websites. I was like, what the f- how did How did this happen? So I, I finally go back to her website... Go back to the event page and find the link for Outside Skin, and there Outside Skin one word, and, oh. if, and, and, and if you search it on Facebook one word, they come up right away. But if you search it two words, do they have more likes? They, they don't us? show up at all. Do they have like fifteen hundred likes? Fuck. <laughs> but 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 if if, if you I, I, the funny but, but if you search Outside Skin not one word, yeah. they don't show up at all, and we're the first thing and only thing. <laughs> so, so so she, so what happened, and this is all pure, purely speculative, but this is what happened. She, she saw Outside Skin, she's helping host this event, because I saw she and she's helping promote times. Outside Skin. Yeah, so, so she, she's helping promote Outside Skin, which is blessed. We love heart. that. It's, it's a wonderful thing. We love it. Uh, uh, she searches Outside Skin, she sees us, I'm sure she sees the logo, and she's like, Interesting. No slacks. Oh well. Yeah. Like, like no leggings, huh? And Just, in, in our description, it says Cody Edgar and Ned Gale bring you a cure-all like help thing. And, and we're we're not listed as a comedian or a group. We're listed as product service. Yeah, that's true. So, so I guess that was like we gave it away. So so she just read the fucking cryptic like nonsense yeah. that we wrote. And she's like, "Huh, those two young funny boys <laughs> yes. tried try make big on leggings. I guess I guess they did. I think we need to milk this. I feel like we need to like go to some event. Ooh, okay, okay. Them. So so in in the event, they she posted that. I don't know if I should showed you the comments. No, I didn't. So in the event, she posted that, and then someone commented on it. Goes, wow, that sounds great. Are they dry fit? And yes. then and then I commented from the outside skin profile." LMAO what? Because that was the first thing I thought. I I didn't like take time to write something funny or assess the situation. I just read the whole thing and said, what the fuck? Yeah, and then Uh, she liked it. She liked it. And then that girl who who is above me replies again and says, oh, seeing that it was outside skin, she goes, oh, are they dry fit? And I I just replied in the outside skin voice like, Oh well, with outside skin, it's not how the skin fits you; it's, it's how, how you fit you, the skin. Yeah, you. Blah, if blah, you're blah, dry you, of heart, you can dry it out. Like yeah, that. yeah, blah blah. And then another comment. Also, it's very moist. Yeah. <laughs> and then I commented, "You better lawyer up." Oh, did you comment? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that you commented too. <laughs> I put, I put, you better lawyer up, and she liked it. <laughs> We we should definitely we look need, into need, the copyright of that. We need to listeners at home do yes. not copyright outside skin, skin before us. No skinheads out there, uh, please don't <laughs> call them that. <laughs> I pushed for the name skinhead since the beginning, guys. This has been an episode of Honey I Shrink the Bones. Thanks for <laughs> this sticking. Is not outside like. skin. Go it's like it. outside skin uh, on Facebook. Yes, and also but also go like and subscribe. Uh, 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 Honey I Shrink the Binge. Please review us on iTunes. That does so much for us, guys. Please give us a five star review and just put a couple of words in there. Uh, that really helps boost us. Uh, we are getting some weird viewership from Japan right now. That I don't consider it weird. That my, I think it's exciting. My mom's very stoked about. <laughs> um, I just, uh, she's like, what do you do with your life? And I'm like, people
people in Japan know me. And she's like, okay, keep going. Um, <laughs> All right, continue, Excel. Um, also, um, if you have an idea for a show we should do or just want to drop us a line about something, you can uh, call our hotline. Yeah, 90350-BINGE. Please hit us up on there. Ned, once again, buddy, um, always good going through these journeys with you. Um, you're and my, you well. you're my, you're my pardoner. Dude, you're my pawner. Paw! 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 Ner. Binge you later. <laughs>